So today's title is The Church, The Riches of Glory. So Paul, and here he wrote a lot of letters, but this is the only occasion that Paul is now praying, which means he is now desiring something very eagerly. So from perspective of Paul and from the perspective of God, it is about the glorious church that the apostle is now opening up the revelation, and I bless you that you can experience the same thing. And I pray that God will pour out His anointing upon each of us. And this passage, this text, and I shared about this text in the, in the previous occasion. And from chapter 4, verse 7, from that point, Paul is speaking about the system of the glorious church, which is the core of the book of Ephesians. And before that, from verse 1 to 6, he speaks about the unity. And the unity comes from what? Where? And it comes, it comes from the, the fact that we are called to the same church, and we have to you know, live accordingly, according to our calling, and there's uh, some you know, characters you know that appears appear in verse two, and it speaks about humility, gentleness, and patience, and all are from love originally, and this is also can uh, found in Corinthians 15. So uh, for the unity, what is essential is the, the love of God. So if we cannot love each other, that means we cannot form the unity. So the, one of the core of the kingdom of God is unity and being united together. And the core of unity is love. So if we lack love, we can you know, define ourselves as church. So if we cannot you know, send out love of God, and we have to think about being the church again, you know, whether we are really church or not. So I'm speaking about the importance of love. So and in that sense, First uh, Corinthians is really important book, especially the part where Paul is speaking about the importance of love, chapter 13. Right, and we know that the church, Corinthian church, had suffered from, you know, the the division in the church. They had conflict, and they had, you know, jealousies against each other, and the Corinthian church started to be, you know, going to the other way, you know, then going to uh, form the real church. So I'm not speaking about the, the human love, but I'm speaking about the love of God, which means between you and I, there's God. So we know that the human love has limitation, and that cannot inform, they cannot help us to form the church. Only the love of God, only the love of Jesus is the only 
one only essential element for us to become the church, right? So, and, and please respond, you know, eagerly if I say something, if I encourage something and with excitement. You know that you know, both you and I are you know, here to listen to the Word of God, right? So that's you know, the thing that we have to do you know, right now. And we are called to form the, the remnant church, but you know, if we don't have you know, any kind of weaknesses, you know, we can say that you know, we are perfect, but this is not true. We are now growing up. So if God is revealing our weaknesses, our weak point, you know, that is something that we have to be you know, grateful for. You know, not the thing that you know we have to you know, feel the shame. So if some you know brother or sister uh, they you know let you know about your weaknesses, you know that's something that you have to be very you know thankful for. You know, not the thing that you know you, you know, will feel shame or feel anger against him or her. So, so if you find something that you have to repent, you know, please say amen. And I, I, I hope you, you know, feel excitement and feel freedom you know, in accepting you know, the message of repentance. So God, why did God create us? What's the reason? And the reason is that because He loves us. And plus, in order that He will give us His glory, we are not kind of method, but we are the purpose of God. Uh, which means we are not created that you know, God is using you know, uh, us for His sake, but you know, only you know, we are called you know, to become His purpose. And He uh, for for that reason, he had given us the royal authority. But we know that the first human, Adam, he failed us. But in the the place of failure, uh, we know that second Adam, Jesus, has has come to you know, restore everything. So he come to us in order that we can. You know, he, he he will you know suffice all the the the, the conditions for our salvation. And he became the model of our salvation, and he had you know, defeated Satan. So there are these three main reasons that he came to the earth. And then we have to also remember that you know, he came to us you know, to proclaim that we are kings. So our existence, our being, So let's find about that thing in Ephesians 2:10. So you know that the book of Ephesians is the most important book for the ecclesiology of soul ministry, right? And Ephesians is something like the interior of a building, right? If we say Thessalonians is the basis of the building, and the structure of the structures of the building is Romans, but you know, the Ephesians functions as an interior of um, the building, you know, interior of the church, right? So, 
God has given all authority to Jesus, and with that authority, Jesus is ruling over all creatures, even the enemies. But you know, we are the channels through which He is now, you know, spreading out His domin dominion. So, and from verse five, chapter two, verse five, it says. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised up with Him, with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ. So these stand for the perfect victory. And Jesus is now proclaiming the, uh, the perfect victory that Now all the things, all the creatures are kneeling down before the feet of Jesus, right? And because Jesus has won the victory, we can be claiming, proclaiming the same thing because of Jesus. So, and so the fact that Jesus is seated in the heavenly places means that. We are with him that we are heavenly beings. So we are not the, the people who are belonging to uh, the earth, which means we uh, cannot be uh, ruled over the enemies, right? So please don't accept that enemy can rule over you. Maybe you know you feel that you, you feel the, the the pressures from the enemy, but you know, please don't accept that in a condition. But you know, raise up again and trample down enemies again. So this is enabled because of Jesus' victory. So, and we know that you know the victory is something that you know that Jesus given to us that we cannot lose it. So maybe some of you will think that. I have uh, uh, I have some weak point that you know uh, I I don't uh, I cannot believe the fact that you know I am the king. But you know if you are uh, uh, that case, you know please look at uh, this passage. You know based on this uh, truth, that you can earn the power to. You know, trample down to, uh, to defeat the enemy again. Of course, you know, sometimes we choose the old person, right? Yeah, because our news is polluted, that you know, sometimes we choose the old person, the ways of old person, but we have the power and condition that we can be restored, you know, because, you know, like you know, in the message of 1 John, we have the seed of God. And which is the blood and the word of God and the, the spirit of God. So the triune God they are, uh, is they are living in us, right? So you know, if you receive the Holy Spirit, because that means you have the seed of God that you, know, you have the blood that you know, is pure, you know, you know, that you will be uh, recognized as you haven't you know, sinned even once. So 
It doesn't matter, you know, you you are you know reached to that point. But what is important is to you know believe that you know trust in that you know, truth that you know you have to pray. You know that you know, God is going to you know reveal your thinking with this truth. So, but you, know, you uh, will still need to you know believe in the fact that you are the heavenly being because you are seated with us. So I believe that you know you all of us will you know on the victory and on all you know obtain all spoils of the, the, the battle you know with faith so the perfect victory the perfect victory is ours so we are victors so I when you have this boldness of victors so how much are we you know, precious you know he had made us a sanctuary that he choose to live in us, right? So that uh, is found in chapter 2, verse 21, which says, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. So, of course, it's now in the process, but, you know, we can you know, grasp the, the, the willingness of God. So we are already the temple of God. The, the temple means you know, God is ruling over from that place. So if you believe that you are the temple of God and the church is the, the temple of God, you know the, what God is going to do is to you know shine the, the, the shine of the, the, the holiness you know, the, from us, right? And maybe you will think that. Oh, I, I cannot reach the point that you know, there are a lot of things I have to repent. You know, I have a lot of bad habits which cannot be stopped. But by just one service, by the, the grace and anointing of God, you know, I proclaim that you know, they will be you know, the crushed, they will be you know, destroyed. So I want you to proclaim you know, together with me, oh my sorrow, praise God. So if you, you know, proclaim all the things with faith and then the spoils of the battle is for you, right? And, and all the things, all the rewards, all the spoils are prepared for you. Of course, this is not something only for you, but, you know, the, we will be using all the things, you know, you know, you know, for the church, for our brothers and sisters, and all the nations who which are with us, right? So with the anointing and with the spoils, we will be heading to the place where God is order. God is ordering for us to go. So, so what I mean is that you know, for that purpose, it's very important for us to repent. And I want you to remember who we are. You know. So from this passage, we can see that the, the prophecy of Malachi 3.1 is now realized. That the glory of Yahweh God is now you know, has come to that place, you know, which is church and in you. So, because he, you know, recognizes us that you know the holy and precious being, you know, you know, because of the faith that in faith in what he has done for us, you know, he is now you know, admitting us as the holy one, the holy temple of God. So, from this, you know, belief, 
know, we have the power to overcome the power of sin. So if you revere God, you know, it's natural for you to be away from sin. So if you believe you know, that you know, passage, if you believe this truth, you know, it's natural for you to you know, deny the power and influence of God. So I encourage you to you know, push away all the influence of God. And the sin has to be uh, separate from you. And this world, you know, sin and everything, every darkness is going to be, you know, separate from you. And it's going to be you know, realized in you. So, verse 22, it says, In Him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So, dwelling place, right? What does it mean? It's the place where God is controlling the, the human history. So from that place, God's dignity, God's power is flowing. So, so it's like we are the headquarters of the kingdom of God. So this amazing dignity and honor of God will uh, flow in us and we can remember every time and I bless you with it. So the church uh, from the book of Amos 9 and it's like the, the dynasty of David you know. So uh, in that sense uh, what, what we share now is connected to the Amos 9. So the church is the place where we defend the truth and is kind of spiritual gymnasium, right? So what do we do in the gymnasium? We do training. We do training, spiritual training to die to ourselves and in other words, you know, it's a training to maintain the condition of new person you know, as long as possible. So please don't be familiar with your old person. And there's no possibility for the old person to deny, to resist the power of sin. So and in contrast, the new person has no possibility to commit sin, right? So that is why we are saying that the old person is committing sin and new person is repenting. But they are in one personality, right? And there's no neutral zone between old person and new person, right? There's no gray zone, right? So when you don't commit sin, is uh, showing that you are in a new person, but when you do sin, and it means you are in old person, and repenting is also enabled when you are in new person, right? So, if you cannot repent, you know you have to admit the fact that you are now living as old person, right? So spiritual spirituality. You know, the success of spirituality is depending upon you know, the, the span, the period 
that you are living as new person, and it can be applied to the church as well. So that is why I'm emphasizing that we have to you know, cut from we have to cut from the power of sin. And you know that I am now proclaiming with faith. So I hope you that you can receive it. You can admit it with faith. And all the glory is to Jesus, right? So let's go back to our text today. So verse 14, chapter 3, verse 14. So for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, right? So you know that the eight blessings that appear in chapter 1, they are the sources for us to build up the glorious church. And I want you to receive all the blessings together. And these eight blessings are for you. So we actually prayed you know, for Costa Rica conference, conference in Costa Rica. And we also proclaim the, the anointing of the, the, the royal authority, right? And we you know, prayed with that authority you know, to you know, control, to rule over all creatures. So that is the fifth blessings you know, of the, the, among the, the, the eight blessings in chapter one. So I want you to receive all the anointing, you know, uh, as in the church, you know, even if you don't uh, quite, you know, understand it you know accurately so and in chapter one Paul is now praying you know and for wisdom and understanding and then he proclaimed who Jesus is and chapter two and three and it you know deals with the five things which has to be crushed on the cross that we have to get rid of in us and their second prayer and that is our text today so for this reason I bow my knees before the Father the Father is the Father of glory and not the Father of <laughs> and, and in chapter 1 verse 17 no, it says that God is the Father, God of uh, Father of Glory, and we are Paul is praying to the Father of Glory. So, and there's a preposition before, and it comes from the Greek preposition pros. So, when you pray, we have to be directed to God, you know, pros God. So that we can lift up every, everything before him, right? So that you know, is the same you know, to Paul as well. So for the remnant church now, you know, we can imagine the picture of Paul is now praying for you know, the church you know, before God, plus God. So this prayer you know, will form the unity in love, and this prayer will be the core for build up the glorious church. So the glorious church you know, should be united together, 
And then this church, you know, as the core of unity, they have the love of God, the love of Jesus. So unity and love, right? So this second prayer of Paul in Ephesians is very important and meaningful one. So we are the beings uh, who should be, you know, directed to God, pros God. So we have to maintain that direction. And in ch chapter 3, verse 12, it says that in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in Him. So with confidence and with boldness, uh, come to the faith of God. So that's my translation. And uh, by the power of the precious blood of Jesus, we have you know, privilege to come to God. So if you approach God, if you come before God, if you direct toward Him, it's possible you know, for you. you know, it's like your habit to come before God, but you are not going to His presence with you know, fear and with, you know, uh, awkwardness, but uh, we are, you are going before him with boldness and confidence, like in verse 12. Like David is, you know, is praying to God. You, know, you can, you know, you don't have any hesitation, you know, come to come to before him. So, like, you know, when you, you know, you know come to the president room as uh, one of the staff of the president office, you shouldn't be, you know, afraid of anything. But like in that case, like that case, you know, because we are the sons of God, you know, like Jesus, and Jesus is our, you know, the big brother. So, because we are the heirs of God, and because we uh, are the place, dwelling place of God, you know, with that glory, we can be directed to God, pros God, with boldness, with confidence. So if you and I can come before Him like that, you know, it's natural that we are proclaiming as victors. So are you a victor? Please say Amen. And please say Amen if you are a victor, if you are a winner. So let's look at the first, you know, the, the contents of the prayer. Is uh, chapter 3, verse 16. So I will give you my own translation. So, so the text today, and I translated into uh, based on uh, the original Greek text. And, and Please just say Amen. So there are three sort of contents of prayer. So the first prayer is that, and verse 16, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you uh, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being. So that's uh, the first prayer. So let's look at the first prayer. So we have the riches of His glory, right? And before dealing with it, we want to deal with the freedom of glory first. So glory, 
is light. And if you have light, there is a freedom. And that freedom is uh, mentioned as the freedom of glory. So when you have freedom of glory, and you are controlled totally by God, and there's no awkwardness, there's no hinder, hinder. So like when the, the world is filled, uh, world is filling up uh, the, the temple of God in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 47, that you will be totally free, free from everything. And maybe you will think that this taste is something that we cannot achieve, but when you receive this uh, with a faith, no, no, you will be able to believe that um, this is something that you know God is going to form in us by the grace. So when you try to achieve that, you know, thing, you know, by yourself, and then you know, it's very you know, difficult and important and difficult and. Um, hard to achieve and you will you know, feel that it's something like you, know, you have to do but you, know, you sh will do that legalistically so you know, maybe you uh, ask you know, God, oh God uh, why, why, why did you, you know, give this promise to us but the intention of God is to you know, encourage you to believe not try to achieve you by yourself. So, are you receiving these spoils? No, when I'm speaking to you, and you know, the spoils are working in you, and the richness of glory is working in you, and the righteousness working in you, and blood is working in you, and then, if God is working in you, and we'll become like especially brothers will become like uh, sisters who, who, who can you know, see the, the, the visions of heaven and have a supernatural you know, sort of you know, vision, something like that. Anyway, but when He covers us, when His glory covers us, you know, we will also you know, experience the glory of God. So the kingdom of God is something that we have to you know, you know, made by, made by ourselves with long time. So I encourage you to just to have faith, you know, faith, right? So freedom of glory. So this is the state that you can express the, the preciousness and dignity and honor of royal children. So, why you don't feel you know, that you know, God has given to you His honor and His glory? It's because you are not free. Because you are not free from hurts, you are not free from wounds, and you are not free from sins. So, you are not free. No, because of the lack of freedom, you cannot feel the honor as the children of God. But I bless you that you, know, you will enter into the freedom of glory. So freedom of glory. And when you are free, you know, your speed is going to be increasing that you, know, you will have the power. The power comes from speed, right? What does it mean that you have the power? It means that you have the supernatural you know, power 
like you will walk uh, on the water and you will have the power to stop the sun like in the book of Joshua and then you will go into the state of you know, the rest so I, I, I want you to you know have the faith that this is not something you know difficult but you know if God wills if God wants I can you know go into that stage as well so the power of glory you know power of glory is limited is uh, is limited by uh, the reason and rationality like you know, how can a person a people a human being can walk on the world and the riches of glory and it's one of the characteristics of glory so like love and the word of God and the authority or spiritual gift and or fellowship everything you know, the you will experience richness so like you are having feast every day it's not like you know you have a bit of that a bit of this but everything is open to you, you know, with richness in the, the perfect level in the highest level so so you can say that you know you know the why the pastor is proclaiming about the dream team right so like apostle prophets and if you are going to going into the richness of glory and every person will be in that you know the perfect level highest level that we will form a dream team right you know, without no exceptions you know no. I, I believe that God is going to form this dream team for us so for the level of church as community the riches of glory is now you know, being open but you now I want you to uh, have uh, the experience of their riches, each one of you, you know, without any limitation. So with faith, you know, please accept it. This does something ambiguous, but you know, with faith, you know, the, the kingdom of God, you know, is accessible to you when you have faith. So the key to enter into the kingdom of God is the faith. The faith is not human belief, but the face of Jesus, you know, that pure face, that the face of endurance is going to be, you know, given to you, you know. So, you know, I want you to advance into the, the kingdom of God, you know, freely and eagerly in order to open the secret of the kingdom. So, the book of Ephesians and is speaking about the richness of glory for those who experience the, the, the freedom of glory. So when you have this glory and richness, you know, the, you, you will have no limitation. And like you know, the scale of your prayer will be uh, enlarged as well, expanded as well. And then we will be able to attack more specifically, more accurately, especially in your prayer, because we are becoming the, the community which has the riches of glory. So maybe each one of you have still you know, weaknesses, but you know, as a church level, as level of community, you know, it's now you know, available now. So I want to you know, 
when this church will be renewed, especially in terms of our intercessory prayer with this blessing. So we pray something glorious. We pray something great you know, in, the, in the eyes of God. God is going to you know, say to you that uh, my son or my daughter you know, proclaim this and pray for this and, and sprinkle the precious blood upon and the, the, the Central America and, and maybe there will be a lot of you know, uh, the work of salvation for you and through you, through your prayer, who believes in the, the promise of God, not the ones who just do moderately in their face life, but you know when you believe in the the being uh, of the glorious church, you know God is going to work in you, work through you. So, you know, sixteen, verse sixteen. According to the riches of His glory, and we have the strength here and power here, and that is the power of God. And the power of God will strengthen the power of the inner being, who has the, 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 the life of royal being, who win the victory in spiritual warfare every day. So the characteristics of new person here, you know, he really risked his life for the truth, and he enjoys the riches of the church. So because of the richness of the glory in the church, you know, you know, each one, each member of the church, especially their new person, will be strengthened. So you know, maybe you know, when you either you know or not, you know, in as much as you are living as new person, the glory of the church is you know, the shaped and defined, right? So, uh, what we do is just to uh, remain in being the church, identity as being the church. So, for instance, when your inner being, when your new person is strengthened, you know, it's natural that you will uh, gradually deny the things of the world, the information and uh, the lifestyle of the world. And if it's not your case and then you have to um, examine your face again but when you believe this you know, as being the church you know, you know, it will happen to you, you know, eventually so the riches of glory when the riches of glory comes to you uh, there is five things that we have to you know, deal with. And that is the five things you know, that we have to get rid of on the cross. And But the fact is that, that we cannot cut you know, any single thing by ourselves. You know, maybe you will try to do with your willpower, but you know, there's limitation you know, on a certain point. Maybe you know, on that point you will feel despair and then to uh, become uh, down and saying that you know, well, I'm such a the, 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 the weak person and I have to you know, go out from the church. No, this is the bad connection, right? 
So the five things should be get rid of by our repentance. So first, you know, you have to, you know, get rid of trespasses and sins. Please fight against sin, you know, severely. And the second thing is the world. And the world cannot be separate from us by ourselves. We cannot be free from the system of Babylon, but we should be dependent upon the Lord that we can be free from uh, the power and influence of Babylon. And I want you to proclaim together and receive, receiving with faith. And the, the Spirit will uh, secure your, 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 your proclamation. So He's sealing your prayer, sealing your proclamation. So please don't overlook the importance and sealing of the, the Holy Spirit because the, the, the God of Trinity is working dynamically. Uh, the sealing of the Spirit will be you know, available, it will be powerful for you. So the third thing is the Satan, right? So, but in order to be uh, free from Satan, we have to get, we have to be free from sin first. So that means we don't need to be afraid of uh, Satan, but you know, we have to hate the power of sin. So without sin, Satan cannot do anything. So our first goal is to be free from sin, not free from the demon itself. So the first thing is the, the passion of the flesh. So that is from, that can be observed from the book of Galatians and book of Habakkuk as well. So the desire of possession. Desire of possession, it opens the way of uh, the, the spirit of unbelief. The spirit of uh, immorality as well. So, you know, hearing this message, you know, I want you to uh, find something that you have to repent. Find something that you have to uh, cut out, so that you, the image of God and the power of God, is going to be you know, revealing from you. So the second is the desire of security, and the third thing is the desire of honor, and the fourth thing is desire of pleasure. And desire of pleasure you know, comes from the influence of the world, but you know, like in a the desire of uh, authority, you know, with that in the influence, you know, the the enemy will bring to bring you, bring to you the, the spirit of immorality and the spirit of the world. So uh, maybe you know, just normal person outside, they will not recognize that you know, this cannot be a sin. Saying that this is not sin, right? Because it's natural for any human being. But we know that you know, this is sin, you know, this is the root of sin. So, these five desires, 
you know, I know that many of us will, uh, recognize this, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that fact, but we shouldn't stop there, but we have to you know, you know, pull out all the roots of uh, these desires, right? Like, if you are weak at um, uh, desire of uh, honor, if you are weak at desire of pleasure, each one of you will need to uh, fight you know, for, against the desires. And then, uh, in certain point, uh, even if it's not perfect, you will feel yourself you know, very uh, far from the desire. Uh, understanding that, wow, this is not something that I have done, but this is something that God has done for me, then you will enter into the perfect rest. So I hope that these five desires will be cut off from us, right? And then the fifth thing is legalism. We know that the Ephesian churches are Gentiles, and we are Gentiles as well. And for Gentiles, the law, the legalism means that we do the things and we live by ourselves, by our you know, the practice and by uh, something that we are doing. So these five things should be you know, get rid of, got rid of from the church and from us as well. So when you are getting rid of this, you, know, the, you, you will see that the riches of glory is now flowing with, without any limitation. So you know, I you know, desire you know, that you know, our community is going to experience the riches of glory because each one of us uh, are cutting out um, uh, that desire. So the religious, the spirit of religious, spirit of religion, and, and before speaking about that, you know, you know, I want you to ask that, you know, do you feel afraid when you are repenting? When you, do you repent because of, because out of fear? No. And repentance, no, no. It's important because, you know, uh, we can you know, reach to, uh, how, how, how God loves us, at the level uh, to which God loves us. So when you repent, it's natural that you, know, you repent you know, because you can uh, embrace the love of God because you are you know, abandoning the love of God. So repentance you know, is enabled on the basis of the love of God. When you, you know, feel the love of God, when you understand the love of God, you, know, you will nature repent because you cannot embrace the love. You cannot accept the love, that love. So, no. No, there are a lot of things that, to which people are addicted in this world, right? <laughs> and maybe so, if you have some addiction, you know, I want you to repent you know, for that, you know, out of the love of God, out of the revere toward the love of God. 
So, another important thing is that, you know, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when you are saved, you know, in terms of your identity, God you know, sees you as the, the children of God, as righteous. So, please accept that the righteousness, that is the only way. You, from which you can start your repentance. So, you know, Jesus you know, came to us to forgive our sin, but it's not the only goal. But you know that Jesus, you know, He eliminated the record of sin you know, you know, for us you know, in the heavenly sanctuary. So, that is why the book of Hebrews says, I will not remember your sins and your trespasses. It's not just simple forgiveness, but he is saying that you know, I have eliminated, I have erased all the record of sin, even the sins that you will do in the future. So that is why uh, the, the John the Apostle is boldly proclaiming that those who have the seed of God will not do sin anything, will not commit sin, you know. Maybe some of you have experienced that you know, partially, you know. but I bless you that you can experience that you know, experience you know, frequently in order that you know, we will not be influenced by the spirit of religion. So, no. When you receive the glory of Jesus, glory of God, and as much as you receive that light, you know, everything, every you know, blessings will uh, come out from you. Like you, know, you will live as the royal children with the authority. So there's nothing that you know, will hinder you from this identity. And there's no limitation in... Uh, uh, practicing this, this glory of uh, the kingdom of God. So please don't think this is too difficult, too um, hard to do, but you know, what we have to focus on is to cut out all the, the, the earthly desire, the five desire, and then God is going to form you as the holy and blameless temple. So the reason that He has called us is because He uh, wants us to become like the image of God. Saying that, children, you know, you are the ones who have image of me, that you will be the image of God, and you will become like me. So God is speaking to us like this. So He shared His essence uh, with us that you know Hebrew book of Hebrew chapter 2 11 says you know those who are made holy and those who uh, make us holy are from the same root so this amazing truth uh, should be taken by us uh, with faith and then you, know, you will experience that you, know, you can believe you know, the fact that you are the prince uh, and Jesus came to you to uh, recover this royal identity.
So I want you to know the word of God, the message of God, you know, when you receive it with faith, you no, know, it's yours. And you know, if I encourage something to you, you know, please, you know, proclaim with faith. And I, I don't mean that, you know, you will do you know, anything, you know, by yourself and you know, in the way that you want, you know, because you are the king. But, you know, as the case of Jesus, who, who is the king, he leaves us on earth you know, with humility and with us with humble and with mercy. So we should be the same king. But you know, in spiritual warfare, you know, you know, out of the spiritual authority, you know, you can exert you know, power against the, the, the enemies. And I want to share a bit about the spirit of religion. So, in chapter in Romans 6, you know, Paul is explaining our identity in connection with sin, that we are free from sin, we are liberated from sin, and the sin cannot you know, exert its dominion on us, and uh, we are not, you know, no longer belong to sin, so we have to proclaim this identity, this identity you know, every day you know, to ourselves, and that we can live as the royal children of God. So let's go back to verse 16. So the power of God will trans your new person. And then in chapter 1, we have the power as well. And this is the power which revived Jesus. And this is the power to proclaim the perfect victory as well. So this power is flowing in the church. And if you take this power with faith, and it's going to be yours. Yeah. And I want you to desire for that. So for the kingdom of God, seek the power, right? And the purpose that our new person should be strengthened is because the Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. So it's for the dominion of Christ. The dominion of Christ is for love. And the second contents of prayer uh, expresses about this. And then you know, this is enabled through our faith, like the text says, verse 17. So, you know, whether Jesus will rule over you or not is going to be decided through your faith. So, can you understand the importance of faith? 
And Christ means he's the king, he's the ruler. And please believe that the king is ruler over you. So, by the faith and from the work of the Holy Spirit, this will be enabled. And the post Paul is praying for you know, this uh, contest for each member of the the members of Ephesian Church. So he is now praying that each one of us can live under the dominion of Christ, that we can exert his dominion as well. So it is not for uh, the prayer for the pastors, but for all of us. So we know that there are uh, still uh, someone who didn't return to God. But for that purpose, for that you know, the source, we have to pray in the same way, right? So that you know, Christ may dwell in their hearts. You know. So like in First Timothy 2.14, you know, he wants all nations to come to the, uh, the knowledge of God and uh, we uh, should pray the same thing. We should pray the same thing that you know, the, the prayer of the post Paul uh, will realize in our ages, right? So the Christ may dwell in your hearts. So we want to uh, look at a bit more about this passage, right? And we can uh, share three things. And through the eight blessings, Jesus is ruling over us as the king. And in chapter 4, he has given us the gift of God. And through that system, he is ruling over us. And the third thing is that, and I want you to say Amen when I proclaim. And from chapter 1 to uh, verse 20 to uh, 23, there's some authorities. Authorities. And 120 speaks about the perfect victory that you know, everyone kneeling before Jesus because of the victory. And I want you to take this as the spoils, so especially during the worship. You know that the worship is spiritual warfare, right? So if you feel uh, unbelief, if you feel uh, distraction, you have to fight against that because our service, our worship is uh, the, the spiritual battle. And as long as you are experiencing the perfect victory through our worship, and you will also, you know, contribute to the victory of the remnant of the world. So, and it's for the second coming of Jesus as well. So, in chapter 20, uh, verse 22, and he has authority of ruling over all creature. creature. So we want to receive this, and in verse 23, we can you know, divide this into two parts. And the first part is that, you know, the fullness of Jesus and the identity of uh, Christ Jesus. 
and who he is. And, and his holiness, his character, his power, and it's going to be, they are re, uh, about to reveal to us, but you know, it's revealed, they are revealed through uh, his authority and power, you know, and that comes from the identity. So the identity, the authority comes from the identity. So Jesus is ruling over us based on his identity. Like that, you want to ha we want to have this authority that comes from our identity. And then, you know, this authority will uh, uh, make us you know, feel uh, this world. And especially, you know, for the work of salvation, for the work of repentance, and, and these authorities um, are given to us. And another thing that I want to share is about uh, is 2.14 to 2.16. This is about the unity between Gentiles and Jews. So as a result, you know, both of them uh, can uh, come before the Father. So I want you, us to have these authorities you know, which make you know, peace and which make unity you know, in us. So, so I'm, I'm speaking about the blessings and spoils that you know, you know we can find in the book, right? So I want you to take all the things you know with faith. So let's go back to our text today and. Verse 17, you know, I have my own translation, but, you know, I want to share a bit more about this, what it means, so that, so I want to uh, speak the, the latter half of the passage uh, first, so being rooted and grounded in love, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, may have uh, you may have strengthened to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ you know. so it may be it may be a bit uh, complex but you know what I want to mention is the, the height and the width of the depths and the, the love of God, love of Christ. So how, how deep His love, how, how, how big His love. And I can say that, you know, there's no person uh, which cannot be embraced by the arms of Jesus. Even Gentiles and Jews, they are united in Jesus because of the width of his love, because of the depth of his love. So originally, Jews are chosen people. So we can say that they are bigger brother, and then the Gentiles are younger brother. But because of the compassion, because of the love of Jesus, you know, Gentiles are uh, engrafted into uh, Jews, which are original, you know, fig tree original olive tree, right? 
So there's no person, there's no human being which cannot be embraced by the love of Jesus. So, and you know Jim Elliot, you know, right? He, he told that, you know, it's no fool who gives what cannot be uh, kept in order that you know, you know, we can uh, grasp what cannot be you know, lose, right? So uh, Jim Elliot, he was embracing a certain tribe in Amazon, and he was praying for that tribe. And you know that you know, Jim Elliot was knowing about you know, that tribe, you know, that the tribe is very dangerous, that you know, they will you know, kill the stranger. So even if you know, it was very dangerous, you know, Jim Elliot, you know, chose to go there to evangelize. So you know that Jim Elliot at the time was very young, in his twenties. And with four missionaries, Jim Elliot went to the tribe called Wawrani. And all of them are martyred, even if they had guns and rifles. They didn't use it you know, to protect themselves. They chose to die. And you know the the movie, you know, the the end of spear, right? And in that movie, the son is asking to Jim Elliot that, Father, uh, what would you do if you s meet them, meet the tribe, and they are uh, attacking you? And Jim Elliot answered, I cannot, you know, kill them. I cannot you know, attack them. So, and the wife of Jim Elliot, and you know, and then his family, you know, they came back to Waurani after the incident, after the martyrdom, and as a result, that tribe is evangelized. They become Christian. And the person who killed Jim Elliot, there were five per people, but the, out of uh, three people, out of five people who killed Jim Elliot, they become the elder of church. So this is the result that uh, uh, the love of God has resulted in. You know, at the time of death of Jim Elliot, you know, people the blamed you know, them because they were too young to die. And they even you know, told that you know, the death of Jim Elliot is sort of waste, but, you know, the wife of Jim Elliot, uh, she refused to you know, not take that as a waste, but, you know, it's something that God you know, has done, God has invested for the kingdom of God. So, you know, uh, I'm not sure, you know, how deep the, the soul for, the, the passion for the soul in you, but, you know, what we should have is that um, uh, has become a little you know, tickle of uh, a grain, as a real tickle of grain. 
we have to you know, kill ourselves that you know, the, the life of God will uh, blossom through our death. So uh, the main thing that hinders us from um, this stage is uh, the spirit of religion. You know, the spirit of religion will encourage you to have everything just moderately, moderately. You know, God hates that, right? God will come to you because of His love. You know, because you, know, you are uh, daughters and the, the brother, you, know, you are the sons of God. You know, he wants us to you know, understand the love of God. Maybe in many forms, in various forms, you know, He's going to come to you. You are the case. But what you do is to, is to welcome His coming. That, you know, Lord, please deal with me. Please you know, touch me. And I want you to have this heart. And then the, the length of love is too long to understand. So let's look at uh, chapter 1, verse 14. I'm sorry, in verse 4. So, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before in Him, in love. So, in love, God decided to choose us to make us blameless and holy. And this decision is made before the foundation of the world. Uh, when there was nothing, you know, Jesus and the Father God has made this decision for us. And this decision is available for us you know, throughout um, 6,000 years. So the love of God can endure these 6,000 years, but it doesn't wither. It doesn't change. So, this is the length of the love of Jesus. And the height, how high is it? And chapter 4, verse 13, and it says about the stature of the fullness of Christ to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So his maturity has the measure and we should reach to that point. And what is the point? What is the purpose? Is to building up the body of Christ, right? Like verse 12 says. So in order to build up the body of Christ, so you have to grow till you reach to the maturity of Jesus, the measure of Jesus. And God is saying that, you know, until you get to the point, you know, I will pray to you. I pray for you. I will, I will, I will support to you. And I will, you know, provide everything for you. So, you know, like this much, you know, the love of Jesus is high. 
And how deep is it? It's really deep. And let's look at chapter 2, verse 4. But God being rich in mercy and because of the great love with which He loved us and even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive together with Christ. So when we dead, when we were dead because of our trespasses, He loved us. Like Romans 5, 8. When we were enemies, when we were impious, when we were weak, uh, in that time, at that time, He came to us, He visited us when we are small and when we are bad and we are uh, hum humble. So Jesus uh, didn't come to call the righteous, but He came to call the weak people and sinners to fulfill His purpose for us. Like you know, we are uh, drawing out uh, the, 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 the water from a deep well, He is now you know, coming to us with that depth of love. So what do you have? What do you have as an advantage? We don't own anything, right? We own nothing. So I encourage you not to try to do achieve uh, something uh, like you know having honor and fame in the world, uh, like have many positions, possessions. You no, know, that's in vain. But we just want to think about the depths of love. So, with this love. And when we are uh, going for the nations and Israel, we will feel that there's no nation, there's no people that the love of Jesus cannot uh, prevail. So the perfection of holiness will be made because of His depths of love. And we want to be in the front line for that, you know, march for holiness, for march for, you know, the, the purpose of God, you know, you know, repenting together and waiting for the revival together. It's not because we are superior to them, no. But we will just work together. So please don't, you know, overestimate yourself. No, we are nothing, but still God is saying to us that you are precious, you are my co-workers, giving this honor and He's calling us as the sanctuary of God, you know, giving this incredible, you know, preciousness, honor. So nothing cannot come from by us, from ourselves. Do you have your own power, your own wisdom? No. Everything comes from the Father of Heaven, Father in Heaven. So, what we want to do, what we should do is just to bow before Him, you know, praying that, Lord, please revive me, please revive my soul, please revive my uh, church, please revive my family, and 
unless otherwise we will you know, be in the state that we are influenced by the, the spirit of religion, spirit of unbelief and everything. No. So, and God, maybe, so, so what is important in this point is that uh, to repent continually, you know, because you know, His predestination, His purpose is not yet revealed to us. You know, we have to keep you know, praying, keep repenting, you know, having faith that you know, He has forgiven us, you know, and we are righteous, and we are proclaimed and declared as righteous, and He has given us already the power and the authority to, you know, to eliminate sin. No. So by this repentance, we will you know, march, you know, step by step. So, and when we love of God, we have to mention the channel of love, three channels of love. The first thing is the, the pure heart, and pure heart. And this the state that you know the truth of God is now, you know, full in your thinking, and full in your mindset. So this is a state that there's no limitation, you know, that um, for for the for the truth of God and the work in you, and you know the the beatitudes, right? And for those who are pure in heart, they will see God, right? They will see the face of God. In other words, if you cannot you know, see the face of God, then your heart is not pure, right? So, and then a good conscience, right? And conscience is one of the function of the spirit, but and this to say that the Holy Spirit is now controlling your conscience. Now, your conscience is not working legalistically, but through the system of grace, your conscience is now being uh, uh, operating you know, through the work of the Holy Spirit. And the third channel of love is um, the, the faith without doubt, right? Faith without lie. And this is the state that you can only receive God. And then your faith is going to be enlarged and expanded because of the, the faith without doubt and faith without, you know, lie. So, because you believe in Him without doubt, you are not hasty in receiving the, uh, the answer of your prayer. Even if something is not appearing before your eyes, you can still endure and you can still have faith in Him. You know, looking at yourself that, you know, your face will be formed into the face of God. So, the book of Ephesians is now being operated in uh, the full system of God. For system of the spirit, and the reason that the the church in Ephesus 
uh, can become the, the strongest church is not because of something that they have owned, something that they have uh, 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 possessed, but it's only because of the love of God. Because you know, out of love, they can you know, obey God. Because out of love, you know, they, they can follow the truth. So everything comes from the, on the basis of love. So, and love is the, the core of the riches of glory. These riches no, are flowing in throughout the first and second and third in the prayer contents. And in this sense, we can say that love, love is the, the core of the, the riches of glory. So let's, let's look at you know, 4.16. This is the, the illustration of the, the glorious church, right? From whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it's equipped. So all members are connected to each other and having a, a good teamwork, forming a dream team, right? But the core of the Guru's church is love. Love. And love is mentioned in 15 as well. It says, speaking the truth in love, speaking the truth through love. So, when the love of God is poor, you can speak about the truth. And also, when you speak the truth, the, 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 the love of God will flow from you. So, truth and love are going together, right? So, when you receive the love of God, you know, because of the love, you can grow to the level of Jesus, who is the, the church, uh, head of the church. You can love till, you know, God wants. You can love uh, you know, to the point that you know, God wants you to love, right? So, the love is not your own level, but you know, the love here is uh, the level of God, right? So, the kingdom of God, you know, the core of the kingdom is unity, and the core of unity is love, as I mentioned before. So, you know, through that you know, system, God is ruling over the whole nation. So, when God rules over you, it's through love as well. So, the kingdom is you know, operated through love as well. So, the, each power of God's dominion is related to His love, right? So, let's look at the third content of the prayer. So, we have dealt with height and depth and length, right? And then, in verse 19, And to know the love of Christ that surfaces knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So, so 
the fullness of God is the fullness of Jesus. And the fullness of Jesus, like in 1.23, and then it will become our fullness, and we will fill the all nations as well. And the fullness of Jesus is the fullness of the Spirit, and the fullness of the Spirit, like in 5.23, no. So, like characteristically, the fullness of God, fullness of Jesus, fullness of the Spirit, all these three things can be found in the book of Ephesians. So I want you to be filled with the love, of, uh, filled with God, the fullness of God, and the fullness of Jesus, and fullness of the Spirit. And, and lastly, in verse 20 and 21, and you know that you know, Paul is mentioning church before Christ, which means that you know, Paul is now having more focus on the ecclesiology you know, rather than you know, Christology. I don't mean that you know, Jesus is uh, important. We are important than Jesus, but you know, but you know, this is the emphasis of Paul you know, because Paul saw the amazing. You know, visions of Jesus, a vision of church. You know, he is now even mentioning the church. You know, before Christ. So, I want to conclude you know, my message today. And I want to summarize the message today. But we want to you know, receive it as spoils of the battle, right? So, what did he pray? You know, Paul is praying eagerly. And you know that after a few years, you know, since he wrote this episode, he martyred, right? He's martyred. So he's now in the prison and he's writing. Now, can you imagine his heart? So the first thing is to be ruled by the, the king. And for that purpose, you, your, your new person should be strengthened. But that is enabled by the power of God. So that, and the second thing is the, the depth and length and height of love. So when you, you know, experience that love even though you have experienced this love you know, there's no limitation and Paul is praying that you should experience the love continuously you know, recognizing how much precious you are how precious you are and then the third prayer is the fullness of God so in other words you know, to live in the Holy Spirit perfectly that you can obey to the order of Jesus, obey the word of Jesus. And for that purpose, you know, you also should be uh, obedient to the order of the church as well. So having the same vision, having same, you know, dream, we have to uh, marching together because, you know, it's the will of God to, the build up the glorious church, the church which you know 
fight against the enemy, doing spiritual warfare. But you know, for that purpose, we have the core. The core is the love. So, core is the love. So, when uh, riches of glory is now flowing, and the core of the rich, richness is the love of Jesus. So, by the love of Jesus, you know, we'll be uh, experiencing the fullness of Jesus. And when we, you know, experience this, you know, it's natural for us to you know, repent before Him. You know, like, you know, obeying everything and like obeying, you know, you know the will of God. But, you know, we should have faith that, you know, uh, as a result of that repentance, you know, God is going to, you know, reveal the royal authority from us. So let's sing this song together. Having the message of today, you know, in our heart. So we want to pray and we want to sing this song before prayer. So I want you to look at only Jesus. I want you to sing this song freely, but I want you to smile a bit. Let love of Jesus flow in our community. Maybe you can, you know, have reconciliation if you have some struggles with each other, especially brothers. Now I know that you know, the brothers can do. You know. And I want you to believe how much God loves you. And I experienced you know, the love of God you know, in June. Now, when we have pastoral conference, uh, on the third day of the conference, I, I thought that, you know, uh, I, I need some fruit. But, you know, after the service, you know, they give us you know, strawberry juice, which was really delicious. And the, the, the first day of the conference, I thought about chicken. And the, for the lunch, they, they gave us chicken soup. And I you know, was really thankful for that because even if he's very small, but through being the church, you know, he showed me his love. And the fruit juice and the chicken soup, they are not important in, in itself, but you know, the important thing is that you know, he listened to my heart because I am the son of God and his kingdom is dependent upon me and you. So when you pray together, Lord, and let the anointing of the early church flow and the dominion of Christ Jesus in love, the fullness of God you know, should shall uh, flow in us as anointing that we can reach to uh, the, the measure of Christ like in in the early church. Lord, please renew us. Renew us with your word and please wash us with your blood. Lord, let us have the freedom of glory. Lord, more anointing, more anointing, more anointing. Lord, pour out your anointing.
you want to pray a bit more, like in Jeremiah 1.5, God is speaking to Jeremiah, and I've chosen you to pluck out and destroy and build among the nations. So you will pluck out, something should be plucked out. And you will uh, plant, something should be planted. And something that should be planted is uh, the spores that uh, we receive today as spores. No. But something to be plucked out is the, 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 the wicked spirits, evil spirits. All right? So I want to summarize something that we should uh, uh, pull out and the chip of the great prostitute and legalistic uh, tendency and reason and rationality and the spirit of Jezebel and despair and uh, the ignorance, ignorance and the spirit of uh, witches and the spirit of addict, addiction and uh, the temper, hot temperedness and, and everything. No, we want to pluck out all these things. So in you, and, and they should be plucked out, and they should be get, got rid of, eliminated, and it should be eliminated in you. And that is the boldness of the royal child. And I want you to have this boldness. And when I pray the kingdom of God, this is boldness that you should have. So, and I want you to hear your Amen. So we want to pluck up the chips of the great prostitute. And the, 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 the chips of great prostitute you know, says that it's impossible to not to commit sin. No. And the second thing is that we are debt to you know, somebody rather than God. No, we are debt to you know, God only. And we don't have any relationship with you know, demons, right? And it's not difficult to receive the answer of prayer. But what is important is that you know, the, promise God, the promise of God is in you. So, another thing is that you know, the sanctification, glorification is not you know, available when we are living here, right? No. So, we want to pray and please say Amen. And all the, the chips of grace protein will be plucked up. And all the, the, the chips of the great prostitute that you know, hinders our dignity. So let's pray together. So pastors and ministers, 
uh, would you please do ministry? And I want you to experience that you know, something is you know, solved in you, something is changed in you in this worship. So, God, uh, please pour out your anointing that all the, the chips of the great produce should be uh, pulled out from you. survival instincts. Let's not live by survival instincts. Amen? Let's not live by survival instincts. Who are we that we live by survival instincts? We are kings. We are kings. King, king, king. You are heirs of God's kingdom. How, how can we even fathom living by survival instincts? You know, um, inferiority, comparisons, despair, all those things. No matter how well you do, there's always going to be someone better. No matter how much money you make, there's always going to have someone who has more money, a bit better house, a bigger house. How are you going to... Uh, uh, so let's let go of the survival instinct. Another one. Fear. The spirit of fear, uh, it comes because you doubt who you are. You doubt your being. Let's proclaim. Uh, let's proclaim before we pray again. I'm king. I'm king. Let's remember these. We're going to proclaim several different things. I'm king. I'm the glorious church. And I am the heir of God's kingdom. What kind of self-esteem is this? It's a self-esteem of being able to trample and step on snakes and scorpions. God has given you the authority and the power of his kingdom. There's nothing that can um, even touch you and harm you. If you can't believe it, then, you know, live according to your faith. If you can't, um, if you can't believe it, then uh, ask for faith. And then if you uh, do believe it, then live by it. Since there are many men, um, many of you guys have gone to military. It's all, it's all inclusive, okay? Um, uh, we're going to uh, shout out. You can, you can shout forward, upwards, downwards, to the side. It doesn't matter. You just need to shout out to God. We need to pierce you know, and we need, we need to cry out to God. Um, our lives need to cry out to God. And so how, has, how much has God called us to his glory? He, he has put so much honor in us, and he has given us so much of his love. So we need to uh, gather all of our thankful, thankfulness and our love for him and just shout it out, okay? The important thing, it doesn't matter how long, but at least five seconds, okay? Uh, 
women to everyone. When I give you the the key, we're going to proclaim these three things. I'm the king. I'm the king. And I'm the glorious church, and I am God's um, heir. These three things we're going to proclaim after we scream. Are you ready? Uh, we're not going to do the preparation one. We're just going to go right into screaming. A glorious God, let's scream it out. I'm the king, I'm the glorious church, I'm God's heir. One more time. I'm the king, I'm the glorious church, I am God's heir. Amen. So with this being, we're going to pray again. Two things, Uh, survival instincts and fear. You cannot live by survival instincts and fear. If we are the king, we cannot live by survival instincts. So, if God um, revives you, then he has a plan, right? Lord, it's not about my voice, but... Um, Lord, may all of the nations see how you are working in the abundance of your kingdom in me, Lord. Help me to see the abundance of your glory. And let's just live with that expectation of how God is working. How many hours did you live by faith? That's more important than how, how long you've lived in anywhere, any um, uh, way else, you know. And so let's uh, pray all of the fear we're going to cast it out all of the survival instincts we're going to cast it out in the name of Jesus I command you with the majesty of God's kingdom you cannot even tread here you are to be destroyed you are finished you are God's uh, son you are God's church you are his child I am the king I'm the church I'm the heir thing and then pray. Uh, channels and pipes of love may be the, the reason why it's not being purified and um, expanding because of um, reason and rationality, legalism, unbelief. These three things, when they start moving, the pipes of love cannot open. So if we live in our thoughts, then we cannot receive God's love. It's weak. You can receive it, but uh, it'd be very weak. If you live according to legalism, you cannot face-to-face receive God's uh, grace. And then unbelief. What do we have to say about that, right? So legalism, unbelief, and reason and rationality. Let's... um, uh, focus on these three things as we uh, uh, 
So, the important thing is that God will meet you. That's the important thing. So we need to desire God to meet you here right now. And so, and according to um, the portion of God's grace, we need to follow, right? And to the extent of our desire and longing for Him, He, he comes, you know? And so this region and rationality, the unbelief and the legalism, these things. You don't even like hearing these words, right? But, but are these nailed into my heart? Are they nailed in for decades? You have no desire to even take these out. Let's take it out. Ask God, take it out, Lord. All this unbelief, this legalism, and the reason I should may, may completely be removed from my life, Lord. all of the spoils of, of war. If we have victory, then we have to take the spoils, right? New man, the abundance of glory, God's power, his um, faith, and church, and his um, abundance, the king's reign, and his power and authority, and his love, all those things. Just like Jeremiah's prophecy, Lord, your, your true church is praying. Lord, we want to claim it all in faith, Lord. All the Zoe churches, all of the remnant churches, we want to come together, be able to uh, draw upon all of the spoils and all of your uh, the power of your glory and all of the, the victor victorious spoils, Lord Father God. Won't you just pour out onto all of your uh, remnant church, Lord Father God, all of your glory, let me pour Pour out your glory! Pour out your glory! So let's do the final prayer. Lord, um, um, allow mighty power of prayer. So during the intercession, all of the scales have been completely um, expanded. Our intercession is going to be a broad scale. And it's going to have be enduring prayer. That we lift up to God and we, we're going to hit the throne of God. We're going to have um, precise um, prayer with deep fellowship, all right? Wide and broad scale, persevering uh, prayer, that, to have sowed the intimate um, fellowship with God, to have um, to uh, approach his throne, and then with a deep fellowship this kind of intercession. And Lord, uh, expand all of our boundaries, Lord. And so um, the vic victory that we experienced in 2021, may you expand it so that we have a greater victory, Lord Father God. May all of our prayers hit your throne, Lord Father God. Lord, expand all of our prayers, upwards, sideways, and downwards, Lord.
There's no one that can um, destroy us, they can or harm us, no, no one can lay a hand on us. So Jesus has taken it to the cross, and that joy of victory and uh, being, let's just sing that out. So we can survive if only we have God in us, right? So like the six blessings of Ephesians and the inheritance of God. So anything I touch, my business, my family, my ministry, my work, you know, because all the things are uh, taken by the Lord and He's responsible for them. So please receive this with faith, you know. To whom do you belong? Yeah, you belong to God. You belong to Jesus. You belong to the Holy Spirit. Right? And I'm holy. I'm perfect. So let's pray. Lord, Holy Father, and through the riches of glory, and we want to be ruled by the, the Lord Jesus Christ, you taught about that us, and you are speaking to us that you should live by the Holy Spirit only. And each one of us, we are still weak, and we have a lot of you know, weak points, but you know, even when we do sin, our identity doesn't change, but we are recognized by you as a righteous and perfect being. And we know that we cannot form the, the perfect, realistic, no, righteous by righteousness by us, but you are washing us and you are calling us and into the, the glory of riches of glory and freedom of glory and power of glory, and you are providing us with all every necessary wisdom for us. And Lord, and we only need you, and we only need you, Father. And we can go everywhere with your glory, and the kingdom of God is in us, right? And then this urban church, this Swamin uh, church, and this remnant church, you know, let them go with you. And Israel and all nations, Israel and uh, Southern America, South America, Israel and uh, China, and everywhere, and let your gospel uh, proclaimed and let us proclaim the, the, the royal identity and let us not to be let us not be oppressed by the, the demon but you know, let us have the authority to rule over them you know, my sons my daughter you know, live by the riches of glory live by freedom of glory live by the power of glory and live my face live through my rule Lord, we pray for the offering. Lord, and we offer our life for you and bless you, bless their hand. Let them have the riches of glory, riches of the blessings and the authority of heaven. Whenever, uh, wherever they go, that they will be the, the springs that will, from which the waters keep spring from, springing from. So now, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church, and the unlimited and holy love of Father, 
and the work of the Holy Spirit, which leads us to fellowship and the changes and dynamics, will be upon those who want to live according to the riches of glory, upon their business and family and their children and their vision and upon this nation and all missionaries and upon Zoe Ministry and Yerban Church and upon the ministers that we sent to the Central America, upon all the people who will come to the conference and from now on forevermore.